Lord, please take these words of mine. May they be to us your living word. Amen. Amen. So I've often wondered what it would have been like to have lived through a world war. Some of you know. Uh, and this year, hasn't it? It's felt a bit like a war. Coronavirus continues to take a heavy toll here and throughout the world. Every day there's news. Advances in the battle against the virus are offset or outweighed by the deaths of its victims. Willingly or not, everyone, everywhere, is engaged in the battle. I've always been struck by the way in which the Second World War similarly engaged the whole country. Literally everywhere you go, there is some echo of wartime activity. In 1942, a new commando troop, number three troop, was formed. They trained intensively in Scotland and at Aberdovey in Wales. And like many others, when three troop went into action, they suffered huge casualties and many fatalities, mainly in Normandy after the invasion. Max Laddie and Webster were killed on D-Day before they made it ashore on Sword Beach. George McFranklin, who had survived being wounded in action in Italy, was killed by a mortar on the beach on D-Day. Eugene Fuller was wounded on D-Day and died on the 13th of July. Ernest Lawrence was reported missing in action. His body was never recovered. And the list goes on. Lance Corporal Peter Wells, Richard Arlen, Kenneth Graham, Frederick Fletcher, Peter Moody, Ernest Norton, Harry Andrews, Captain Robert Hamilton, Herbert Seymour, Eric Howard, Keith Griffith. Doubtless many other units suffered similarly. But Three Troop, was, which was also known as X Troop, was unique. It was made up solely of German-speaking refugees, primarily Germans and Austrians, with some Hungarians and Czechs. Many of them, but not all, were Jews who had fled to Britain in the 30s. So Max Laddie had been born Max Lewinsky. Eugene Fuller was Eugen Kargerstein. Kenneth Graham, Kurt Gumpertz, and Keith Griffith was born as Kurt Glazer, and so on. Collectively, they were known informally as the King's Most Loyal Enemy Aliens. And their story is told in a book of that name by Helen Fry. But there weren't just these few commandos. There were over 10,000 of them, both men and women. The men were mostly in the Army's Pioneer Corps, but also in the Navy and in the RAF. Three of them were pilots. And one of them, Klaus Adam, went on to win two Oscars and be knighted as Sir Ken Adam for his work as a movie production designer. You'll have seen his work if you've seen any of the Bond films of the 60s and 70s. Helen Fry's book says of them, all were united by the fact that they spoke fluent German and had a common cause to fight the evil regime that had ruined their lives and continued to threaten their families who were left behind in Nazi-occupied Europe. 
Their desire for a world at peace and a just future burned brightly. For them, it outweighed everything else. Their desire for, well, a few days ago, sorry, I walked along the coastal path at Brundle Sands. The mark of war is here too. It's well known that for a couple of miles there, the beach largely comprises the rubble of the buildings destroyed in the bombing of the Second World War. Some of the rubble speaks of an individual building, a bit of terracotta tiled floor, a carved stone lintel, but mostly it's just rubble. It's hard to visualize houses and shops and streets. If you didn't live through it, it's harder still to imagine what the people who lived there suffered. Well, I'm no Latin scholar, but the root of the word remember is the Latin remerari, which means to be mindful of. And so today we remember with gratitude victims of war everywhere for what they gave, for the sacrifices they made. We remember victims of the bombing here. We remember those named on our memorials. We remember the members of Three Troop and the King's most loyal enemy aliens. We remember that if we're truly to be mindful of them, we need to share in their determination that our world should be at peace and that there should be a just future for all. Jesus shows us the way in that reading. Change starts within. It starts with individuals. It starts with you and me being changed, being hungry for th and thirsty for what is right, seeking peace, showing mercy. On our own, we can't overturn the forces that shape our world, but God calls us to play our part to make a difference where we are, to walk in the way that Jesus leads. A world at peace and a just future starts with the small steps each of us makes towards it. One of the first of those steps is remembering. Amen.